Gitin Daf Kavdalid, we were last discussing the Mishnah, that even the women who we don't believe when it comes to Aguna, we do believe them in bringing the Get. And we saw Braita that said we don't believe them to bring a Get. And Rav Yosef explained, we believe them in Eretz Yisrael, where she doesn't have to say but we don't believe her out if she's bringing that get from outside of itself because we're relying on her words. If we're relying on her words, we can't trust her anymore. And Abaye said exact opposite that we can believe her from when she's bringing the get from outside of Israel, but not in Eretz Yisrael. And the reason is. Once she says, we don't trust the husband if he comes and says that I never gave that get. But in Eretzel, where they never said, we would trust him and we'd have to open up the case in Betin. And we saw Brayta like Abaye, where we're talking about a get brought from outside of Eretzel, then we believe her. And when she says, and with that, we're starting Kavdal, Amud Aleph, six lines in, where it says, Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef who was machshir, those women, we usually don't believe he allowed them uh, to bring a get, that's dafka in Eretz Yisrael, but not from outside Eretz Yisrael. So the Gemara asks, according to him, Virav Yosef, Resha Vesefa, Bechutza La'aretz, Umtziata Ba'aretz, you're coming to tell me that that first Mishnah, where anyone can bring a get, except for the blind person, and Rav Yosef said that's talking about a blind person bringing that gate from outside of Eretz Yisrael, where he has to say, and that's why the uh, blind person is Pasul. And the Sefa, the second one, where a lady could bring her get, is also talking about bringing her get from outside of Eretz Yisrael. Um, and that middle case, where the five women bring uh, the get, or we trust them, is talking about Eretz Yisrael. How does that make sense to you, Rav Yosef? One Mishnah is talking about uh, outside of itself. The other one's talking about inner itself. Then we're going back to outside itself. What's going on? So Rav Yosef tells you in, yeah. That's yeah. That's exactly what's happening. The first one and the last one's talking about a get being brought from outside of itself. And the middle one is being brought from Israel, anywhere in Israel. Mimai. How do you get that? So he explains. Look at the Mishnah. It says, Ma ben get lemita. What's the difference between a get and the case of Aguna, where they're testifying if he's dead or alive? Shaktav mochiah. Because by a get, the right, the proof is in the writing. And it didn't say, Shaktav upe mochiah. It didn't say because the writing and what they're saying is what uh, we're verifying this get on. Obviously, we're talking about a case where they don't have to say anything, meaning it was brought in Eretz Israel. Now, the next part, we learned the Mishnah Yishat's mommy via. A woman can bring her own get from outside of Eretz Israel as long as she says, So the Gemara asks a very simple question, meaning just realistically speaking, The woman, once she gets the get in her hand, she's divorced. So why does she have to come all the way there, say, What's going on here? So Amar the Amishnah is talking about Be'omer lo bo ela betin peloni. This is your get, but it, it's not your get until you shop in that petin in Eretz Yisrael. The Gemara says, okay, but sof sof okay, but at the end of the day, when she comes to that betin, boom, she gets divorced without the, the whole process of she just gets divorced like that, just walks in, boom, divorced. We're talking about a case where the husband said that when you come to Abetin, put it on the floor, then then pick it back up. And that's why when you brought it there, you have to say, and when you pick it up, you're divorced. 
It becomes a case of where a husband telling his wife to pick up the get from the floor. If a husband told his wife to pick up the get from the floor, he didn't say anything. They're not divorced. Why? It says, He has to give it in her hand, and he's not doing that. Here, she's picking it up. What are we talking about? I want you a messenger to bring the get when you get there. When you get there, I want you to become a shalih kabbalah. You all of a sudden when you get there, you magically turn into shalih of accepting the get. And then accept your get from your own hand. The Gemara says, But the shalihut, the, the shalihut, the being a messenger doesn't go back to the husband. Meaning, usually, this is a halakha in al-chot shalichut, sending a messenger. The messenger has to be able to do whatever he's sent for and come back to the husband. Here, she herself is still connected to this entire story. Because the minute she finished being a shalih halakha, she's now shalih le-kabalah, she's accepting the get, so she can't now free herself from this entire case and, and leave and come back to the husband. So meaning, it's a, that's the deen of shalihut, and since she can't follow the protocol, it shouldn't be a shalihut to begin with. Meaning the whole sending her is no good. So rather, what are we talking about? I want you, a messenger, to bring that get there. And when you get there, I want you to appoint a messenger to accept that get. And then you'll be able to be divorced by that when that other person gets that get from your hand. So the Gemara asks, Okay, that works great according to the rabbi who says, a woman can make a messenger to accept a get from her husband's messenger. But according to the one who says that, that a woman cannot make a messenger to accept a get from her husband's messenger, what are they going to say? So how is she going to be able to get this done? She's bringing the, uh, the, the she's bringing the, she's being the messenger for her husband. Now she has to make another one. So according to the one who says that she cannot make a messenger to accept the get, how is she going to get divorced? The Gemara explains, Tama, my, what's the reason we said that a woman cannot make a messenger to accept the get from her husband's shaliyah? Because it, it's sort of a disrespect, uh, disgracing the, the, the husband that she doesn't want to accept the get, she doesn't want to take it from him, and therefore she's sending a shaliyah kabbalah to accept it. If you're going to send it in, 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 through a messenger, then I'm going to send it. And so we don't want any disgrace over here. Therefore, we said usually that doesn't work. But over here we see ba'alokapid. The husband doesn't care. He's the one who sent her as the messenger, so he doesn't care. If we don't care, then she could make a, a messenger to accept the get. Okay. This all works well according to the reason who says that the reason she cannot make an ex- a messenger to accept the get from her husband's shaliyah because the husband is disgraced. According to the one mishum because we're going to allow a different case where the husband threw the get into his friend's yard and then the friend is going to give her that piece of the yard and we're gonna, that's not allowed, that get doesn't count. Usually when you throw it to her yard, that works because that her yard is like her hand. But if you throw it into his, if he threw it into his friend's yard, that would be like the friend's yard becoming a shaliyah and that can't happen.
So there is a rabbi who says that the reason she can't make a messenger to accept the gift from his messenger is because we're going to come to allow a case where he threw the gift into his friend's yard and the friend gave it to her. Now, Tosfot doesn't like that explanation. He explains the surgery a little bit different. They were talking about a situation where he put the gift in his yard, sold it to his friend, his friend sold it to the wife, and that's how she accepted it. But either way, according to that rabbi who says that's the reason, because we might kinda, we might allow that type of case, according to him, that is, her making a shaliach is asur, it has nothing to do with his embarrassment, and there's no way to be matir, that type of case. So again, what are we, what's our Mishnah talking about? What's the situation where she's bringing the get to Betin and saying, So the Gemara tries a different answer. You are a, sh- a messenger to bring that get until you get there. And when you get there, make another messenger to bring over that get. And then accept a get from that person. And the Hidush is that when she makes that new shaliyah leholacha, messenger to bring her the get, she has to say, and it would be a situation where the shaliyah is now free of the case and, he, and it would be able to go back. Because here what she do, she, she made the, the new person the messenger. That clears her up from the case. And now she can accept the get. There's another way to put this all together. He made her a messenger to go bring that get there. When you get there, just tell the Beitin that it was written and signed in front of you. And Beitin will make a Shaliyah to give you that get. And the Rashba says there's really like no difference between the first and second answer. But Tosfot said there is a difference. And then Afkamina would be in the first one where she makes a Shaliyah Holacha. When the Shaliyah Holacha gives it to her, she has to say, because it's better to say it at the time the get is given. And according to the second Lashon, it would be a case where she, when she comes to Betin, she gives the get to Betin and she says, and then they give it to her and it doesn't have to be said again. And now we're starting with the third Perik of Masechet Gitin. The next Perik starts with the famous halacha uh, when it comes to Gitin, that the get has to be written, for, it has to be written for her, for him, for the sake of Girushin. And the first Mishnah is going to talk about cases where the get would be pasul. So for example, the Mishnah starts, If a get was written not for any specific woman, it's pasul. Ketzad, how so? If a husband was walking in the marketplace, he heard the scribes, those who are writing the get, they're reading one to another, maybe they're just practicing, they're just trying to figure out the right way to write a get, and they're saying to each other, this man, 
wants a divorce of this woman from this place. Ve'amar, and the husband said, Zeshemi, Vezeshemishti, that's me, that's my wife. I want to use that get, Pasule Gareshbo. You can't use that get because that get was just meant for practice. It wasn't meant for a real divorce. So it wasn't written, Leshem Girushin. Yatermiken, on top of that, case number two, Katav Legaresh et Ishto. If a person said, you know, I want to divorce my wife, Venimlach changed his mind, and another person in that city found that, uh, found him, and he said, he told him, we both have the same name, our wives have the same name, can I use that get to divorce my wife? That get is no good, because it wasn't written specifically for his wife. And even more than that, Let's say a man had uh, two wives, both have the same names. If the get was written for the, the older one, he can't use that same get for the younger one because it wasn't written specifically for her. And on top of that, if he told the sofer, pick, uh, just write, write the get, I'll figure it out later. You can't use that. It has to be specifically for one person. You can't figure out later which one you want to divorce. So the Gemara starts with case number two, where it says, A person wrote a get for his wife, changed his mind, and uh, and someone in his city said, Can I use that get to divorce my wife? We said, It's no good. So the first case, what's that talking about? That first case where he's walking in the shuk and he heard the Sofrim uh, writing a get and he wanted to use that. What's that talking about? So Amar Papa, that case was talking about that was a practice a get and it wasn't written for any divorce specifically and Amara Vashed, they kind of, I mean, if you pay attention, you could be medayek that from the Mishnah, the Katane Sofrin Makrin. It says that the Sofrim are reading it one to the other. They're not reading it. Makrin sounds like they're practicing. Like a rabbi uh, uh, makri the the, the parashat and the children, it's like one repeat after the other. Do this, do that. Korin would be actually reading the get for div- divorce purposes. Shema mina. Now the the gemara asks the question. Maya termiken. What does that mean on top of that, or, or more so? What is that? What what are we coming to add? So Tana de Berbi Shmael. Not only the get that was not even written for divorce purposes, even the get that was written for divorce purposes, it's also because it wasn't written for the husband who was giving the get. And not just that case, not only the, the, uh, the get that was not written for him, even if it was written for him, but for a different wife, pasul. And not just case number three, where it wasn't written for this woman specifically, even the fourth case, which was written for this woman, just it wasn't specific. What's the reason in all these cases? The Gemara explains, if, you, if the Pasuk would have said, and you should give a divorce document in her hand, I would have said, okay, the first case, it wasn't written, uh, it wasn't cutting off anyone, it was just a practice get, therefore it's Pasul. But if he was planning to write to divorce his wife and change his mind and he gave it to someone else, it was written, it was written, Maybe it's kasher. Therefore, katav rahamana vichatav. 
he has to, uh, he himself has to write it and not someone else now the ikatav hamana vekhatav if it only would have said vekhatav hamana the maute hide lo ihu kakativla i would have said okay if he didn't write it then it's pasul aval yesh lo shtenashim if he had two wives the ihu kakativla and he's the one writing it okay he didn't give it to this one he gave it to the other one ema kasher maybe it would be kasher therefore katav hamana la why la lishma has to be for her name so so why do I need that last case where I told the sofer just a uh, right one? I'll figure it out later who I'm going to give it to. So not the the hakamash malan the sefa that last piece is going coming to teach us the end berera. You can't figure out later who you're going to uh, give this get to. When you're writing that get, you already have to have in mind for one specific woman and no one else. Now, in the Mishnah, we learned that the third case, if he was planning to divorce the older one, you can't divorce the younger one, even if they have the same name. Okay, it sounds like you can't divorce the younger one. It sounds like you're allowed to use it for the older one. And we're not worried that maybe there was a switch up, maybe it was really for this younger one, and the older one found it, and she's bringing it to Betin. And really, it's a pasul get, but we're going to count her as divorced. We're not worried about that mess. And Amar it sounds like from our Mishnah, you could prove that if there's Shnei Yosef ben Shimon Hadarim Be'irahat, if there's two Yosef ben Shimon in one city, Motzi'in Shtarhov Alacharim, they're allowed to pull out a contract or a document of a loan on someone else. That someone else can't say, no, it was the other guy, no, it was the other guy. You guys can't prove which one it is and I don't have to give the money to anyone. From here, we understand that if we if we trust that this get was given to one of the the, the women, we believe her. Then one of the Yosef ben Shimon's can pull out an IOU document on someone else. And Amale Abaye Abaye says You can't compare that because uh, think about Resha de Katanev. Look at the Resha of our Mishnah where it says Shemi Keshimcha Pasule Gareshbo. Where the husband changes his mind and his friend with the same name wants to use it, that's no good. It sounds like the second guy can't use that get. The first guy could use that get afterwards. And over there also we could say we're not worried that maybe someone else wrote it for his wife and this guy is now using it. When a lady brings that to get, even though there's another man with that name and another wife with that name, we still believe woman number one and we say she's divorced. But didn't we say when there's two Yosef ben Shimon's in the city that not only they can't pull out a an IOU document on someone, no one else could pull out an IOU on them because they could just keep on pushing out. It's this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. So if that's the case, then we shouldn't believe a woman with a get either. Meaning, if there's someone else in the city with the same husband and wife with the same names, we shouldn't believe her. Maybe it wasn't written for her. The rabbi explains, what are we talking about over here? Our Mishnah holds like Rabbi Lazar, all depends on the witnesses seeing the get handed over from this man to this woman. Same idea when it's talking about a man with uh, two wives with the same name. We're talking about there's witnesses who saw the get being given over, and that's the important thing, like Rabbi Lazar holds. And uh, do not connect this case to the IOU case. Over there, not necessarily do we have uh, witnesses of the passing over of the IOU. 
And going on these four cases that we brought in the Mishnah, the Gemara says, Amarav kulan poslin min harishon. If the husband who gave this get is a Kohen, she can't go back to him. That's it. They're considered somewhat divorced. You're right. She can't marry anyone else. She needs another get, but she can't go back to her husband, except the first case where the get was just a practice get written by uh, students. That case for sure doesn't count, but the other three counts to some degree where she can't go back to her husband if he was a Kohen. Shmuel says even the first case, the practice case, is also pasul, makes her pasul if the husband's a Kohen. And Shmuel goes with his reasoning. Wherever Hachamim said the word, get pasul, pasul, it means it's pasul, she can't marry someone else, uposel, but, and it makes her pasul to her husband also, meaning if he was a Kohen, he can't marry her again. And whenever Hachamim said the word halitza pesula, means pesula, means she can't marry anyone else, she's not free to the market, uposalta minachin, but uh, that makes her pasul to the other brothers, she can't marry any of the other brothers. No one else could uh, do a yibum with her. In Eretz Yisrael, they said in the name of Rabbi Lazar, not always. Small velayla. If they did the halitza with the left uh, foot, uh, if they did the halitza at night, that is posel her from marrying anyone else. She's not free into the market. On the other hand, she can't do yibum with any other brother. However, katan. If uh, katan did the halitza and pilya, or she just took off a sock, pesulot, she's not allowed to marry anyone else. She's not free to the market. Ve'en poslot. Meaning, it's she's not posselt from one of the other brothers doing a yibum. A katan didn't do anything. Uh, the sak is not a uh, halitza, and therefore she could still marry one of the other brothers. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem leolam. Amen. Ve'amen.